glad you are availing yourselves to the powerful message provided by Wisdom Connection, the media ministry of Wisdom International Network Ministries, where individuals have been helped to shape their future to fulfill their God-given destinies. We pray the ensuing message will enable you to find fulfillment in life. Now let's receive the message. That which was created by the Americans for once a year. Thanksgiving it as is an attitude God wants all his children to cultivate so that whilst they grow in life, they will know how to appreciate the giftings and the things God has placed in their lives. So today we're talking about say thank you. Say thank you. Say thank you because in our childhood, when somebody does something wonderful for us, our parents will say, say what? Thank you. Why do they say thank you? Because they want it to become part of our lifestyle. See, if you don't learn to say thank you, you <laughs> might walk with that spirit or that attitude of entitlement. That attitude that says that, yes, it's their right to do it for me, so when they did it, so be it, so what? You see, when you walk like that in life, you would not survive so long. And when God opens door for you, you might not last in that those doors because the doors will be open, but it's your responsibility to stay in those doors. So they teach us from our childhood to say what? Thank you. Thank you, auntie. Thank you, uncle. Thank you, dad. Thank you, mom. Even though you are my mom and dad, you have the responsibility to take care of me. I still want to appreciate the fact that you didn't negate that responsibility. You did it anyway. God always wants us to have an attitude of gratitude because uh, I've checked, scientifically, I've checked it improves our heart rhythm. Having an attitude of gratitude improves your heart rhythm. It's very, very important to understand that some of the things God put in scriptures for us to follow is not only for spiritual or religious reasons, it's also for our what social and our physical well-being. If you don't have that spirit of gratitude, you always walk around with a chip on your shoulder. I know a lot of people grow up thinking that the world owes them something. Let me tell you something. The world doesn't owe you anything except what you've invested into. If you're watching me on YouTube, I just want you to just share our videos, subscribe to it. This is Wisdom Connection. We want to get as many as people subscribing to our videos so that we can reach as many people as possible. Amen. Uh, 31st December, we want to have about 1,000 subscribers. So please help. If you already subscribe, share it with your friends and uh, encourage them to subscribe. See, God always wants us to come to a place of understanding that our existence in this planet or on this planet is more important to Him as well as we preparing ourselves to get to heaven. There are a lot of people who think that God only saved us to prepare us for heaven. Can I announce to you that how you live here is how you're going to live in heaven? Can I tell you, child of God, that you cannot bypass your natural life here and go to heaven and live a different life? If you're ungrateful here, if God gives you permission to go to heaven, you're going to be ungrateful in heaven. If you're bitter here, 
you're going to go to heaven more bitter than you were here. Because heaven highlights everything. That's why the Bible encourages us to follow uh, principles and moral values that will make us distinguished people on here, here on earth. You see, if you don't see it that way, then you interpret everything spiritually or everything religiously and miss out on the fact that apart from being a spiritual being, God wants you to have a social experience. It's social. Social. social meaning that you can't live by yourself. You live with people in your circles of what? Friendship. You live in a family of people who have feelings just like you, understand just like you, and you're working yourself so, so hard to make sure that circle becomes stronger as you get along. So there is a scripture in Luke, it's a very popular scripture, Luke 17, you can read it about 10 lepers that came to Jesus. Or they were, were just the chance to encounter Jesus. And Jesus prayed for the 10 of them. Luke 17, I don't want to read it because of time. But after he prayed for them, you see, when the Bible calls after you've been prayed for, you shall recover. People take that word for granted. Recovery is a slow process that healing takes to manifest in the natural. Recovery simply means you had something that was taken away from you and it was restored back. But in the process of the restoration, God allows you to recover. Go back to your original state better than you went into that situation. So when Jesus prayed for them, you see, because they were carnally minded, they just thought that that was sin. They won a lottery. They went on their way. But the Bible said one person remembered that, no, I have to come back to show my gratitude to the master. See, when she, he came back, I believe that he's Leprosy was still the way you look from the beginning. See, but his attitude made the healing complete because of that attitude he carried with him. How somebody is listening to me. Don't walk around with a chip on your shoulder. I mean, those of us that knew, live in New York City know how difficult it is to even get a park in in a normal day. God gives you an opportunity to bump into a parking with us, struggle, and to say thank you. Because I do that all the time, especially when you're on schedule and your time is up. You see, thank you also helps us to reduce the stress that lies bring on us physically. Thank you. When you know you don't deserve something and somebody does that to you, you see, it gives you a kind of relaxation that if you don't say thank you, you wouldn't be in that mood. Have you said thank you to somebody and you look at the person and their face so light up that they affected your day? See, God always puts stuff around us and in us to help us to enjoy the life he's called us for. But if we don't learn to tap into it, it will be difficult for us to have that opportunity to enjoy what he's brought us. Another thing I found out, it also helps us to think clearly under pressure. When you're a grateful person and you know nobody owes you anything, when you're under pressure, you will turn around to blame the people around you. 
People with attitude of gratitude always appreciate it when people are there or people are not there. They're constant. There are people you can rely on. Why? Because the Bible even commands it that we should be thankful in whatever circumstance we find ourselves. Whether good, bad, or indifference. Why? Because it is the will of God concerning us. When the Bible says something is the will of God for you, you can choose to ignore it, but that is a constant in your life. The will of God is the will of God. The will of man is the will of man. When you know that it is God's will for you to say thank you for every opportunity you get, you have to make it a habit or you lose God's favor. Is anybody here who has said thank you this whole weekend? And if you want to wait till next year again to say thank you, no, don't do that. Let it become an attitude. Let it become part of your life that no matter what life throws at you, see, God has made it a, a plus for you. When you can learn to look at negativity in the face and say, thank the Lord. Even though I don't have the money I prayed for, I still have life in me. I can still breathe. Thank you. Thank you for waking me up this morning to face another day. And you see, as the Bible always says, it says, this is the day the Lord has made. You have to choose to rejoice and be glad in it. Because if you don't choose to rejoice and be glad, the devil will point you out to something that God hasn't done or you, or you haven't been able to achieve and make you grouchy. Tell somebody, I don't want to be grouchy. I don't want to be bitter because I want God to do something and he didn't, I didn't see it happen. You see, God is not on your clock. He's on his own time. God has his own time in which he prays. There's time for everything. And there is always an opportunity for people who are grateful for what God does for them. I came to let you know that your life becomes lighter when you have an attitude of gratitude. Without that kind of understanding, I don't know what I might tell you, but let me tell you something. There are a lot of people who grow and become very bitter and always very mad at people, mad at life. There were the people who didn't cultivate that attitude. Have you seen an elderly person always expecting things from his children? His children will bend down backwards and do things for them and they still have something bad to say about their children. Let me announce to you, if you're a parent, I think this will be a plus. It's not part of my sermon, but I'll keep it in there. You don't raise your children to pray you back. I'll say that again. Those of you who think you're putting your children to school so that they'll work hard and come and pay you back, you'll be disappointed. Because by the time they grow and begin to give you all the money you work hard to put, invest into their life, they also start in their lives. Then they might not do it the way you want. And that's what brings the bitterness and the pain. We raise our kids because it's the right thing to do. We raise our kids because, you see, God wants us to respond to the ability He's placed in us to invest into another human being. So when you give birth to a child, you're giving back to yourself. To give yourself an opportunity to be better than you have been. So when your children make it in life, be grateful to God. Lead them to live a free life. So those who understand this subject of gratitude come back and say, Thank you, Dad. Thank you, Mom, for investing that much into me. You see, there's a generation of children who don't have that concept. I was talking to a young man. He was talking about how 
I mean, he had it rough with his dad. I said, can I announce to you right now that I'm a father? My fathers don't know it all. We do the best we can. We do what we know what to do whilst we're doing it. Sometimes after a certain period of time, you realize, no, with this one, I was too straight. Because then I was young and very, very harsh. But this one was a little, you know, soft because by then I've learned that. So learn to let go. Or some of the things you think should have been given to you, but you didn't get it. Because life will give to you what you ask for. And unfortunately, some of us find ourselves in places that there is no, nothing much to go around. So when you find out that God has placed you in such places, remember one thing. He said all things will work together for good to them that love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. I know a lot of people who started very rough, but they turned out well. Why? Because they turned their focus from the human beings through whom God takes them through, and they focus on God. I said all these to say that your parents are vessels God is going to use. I appreciate them for what they did, but they are not all in all. God is the ultimate. Amen. David said, I've been young, I am old, I've not seen the righteous forsaken nor see begging bread. Because David realized that no human being can do for him what God can. He searched and searched and searched and couldn't find God being unfaithful to anyone who put his trust and his confidence in him. So learn to be grateful. Learn to have that attitude of gratitude and know that God is the ultimate, that no matter what God says, you become no man and stop what God is doing. Except you think that you can do it better than God and have your own way and your own plan. It's important for us to know that God will always look out for his children. Let's quickly read a psalm, Psalm 103. Psalm 103 is a very popular psalm. Maybe you can learn something from that, 1 to 5. It says, I bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. God has benefited us with a lot of goodies, a lot of good things that sometimes we even forget to thank him for. See, we're talking about the lepers. The lepers went away. Their healing is in process, it's working. But one person came back to say thank you. If they would not be healed, when you read it, check the context. Jesus said, go show yourself to the priest. We then was a taboo. Lepers can go, cannot go into the temple, let alone show themselves to the priest. But he said, go. By faith, they set on the journey to go. But one person realized that, no, I've forgotten. I need to do one thing. Say one thing. One thing that will make my healing complete. That is what? To go and say thank you to the one that initiated it all. He's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginner and the ender. He will start with you without having an end in mind. Those of you who are struggling right now is because you shifted your focus from him to your circumstances. The Bible says that he is the beginner and the ender. The in-between, he gives you opportunity to enjoy the ride, to experience things that if you should cut short everything to the end, you might not enjoy. Let me tell you, life is lived better through adventure. 
If some of you have taken an adventure before and you've come out whole without any accident, you appreciate life better. Without adventure, life becomes boring. So learn in every circumstance, in every situation, in every step in your life to say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, I lost that money. Thank you, Lord, that they lied to me. Thank you, Lord, that they deceived me. Thank you, Lord, they lied on me. Because if they hadn't, I would trust them to my own detriment. So you made me see what is in them. Whilst I was wrapping all my expectation around them, you made me see early. So I'll take my focus from them. And shift it to you. See, when you have an attitude of gratitude, it empowers you to be a one-man army, if you will. There are some people, they've wrapped their lives so much about institutions and things and people to a point that when that institution disappoints them, their life is over. God doesn't want you to give your power to institutions and Things and human beings and things because he wants your power to be in him. So you can only be powerful when you know God is your source and is your all in all. And I say that again. You only know how powerful you are if your connection with God is so tight. Look at David. When people want to deal with him in a wrong way, he just prefers to go into the hands of God. He said, Lord, don't leave me in the hands of my enemies. Because my enemies don't have compassion. They don't have mercy, but you do. Say, create in me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, O God. See, David cherished his, his relationship with God even more than his own life. Because he knows that when God has him, when he dies, he'll still have life. Some of you think that when you lose money, your life is over. I feel bad for people who commit suicide because you don't know what is at the bend from the difficulty that motivated you to commit the suicide. I don't know. I feel bad for people who give up at the slightest difficulty. I can tell you stories and stories about people who went through life when life has dealt treacherously with them, but they came out smiling white because they know somebody has them. And that person is the one that created the heavens and the earth. Have an attitude. And let that attitude be an attitude of gratitude. Look at what the psalmist said. It says, bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefit. Who forgiveth all thy iniquities? Who healeth all thy diseases? Who redeemeth? Thy life from destruction, who crowned thee with what loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagle. Some of you don't know you're looking younger than your age, and it's not because of how hard you work. Oh, I exercise a lot, forget about exercise. Some people exercise more than you, but they are not as healthy as you are. Have an attitude of gratitude. Let the Lord know every second, every minute of your life that you appreciate him for making you who he's made you. Sometimes there's some crazy things I do. I wake up in the morning and I begin to talk to myself like this. I talk to myself like I'm talking to somebody in the room. I talk like I'm talking to a third person. You know why? Because sometimes you need to hear from yourself what God has told you you are. 
You need to hear from yourself what God has told you. Because people are telling you things that are not true and you're buying and believing that. No, believe what God said about you. As I ask the question, whose report would you believe? What God said about you? Or what people are saying about you? Some people will lie on you. Some people will tell you uh, nice things to just manipulate you. So you can't believe man, believe God. Let every man be a liar. Let God alone be true. Tell God what he has said. said sorry, tell yourself what God has said concerning you. He says you're highly favored. He says you're fearfully and wonderfully made. David said in that Psalms, and that my soul knows it so well. I know I'm wonderfully and fearfully made. So if you say my head is big, say thank you. Because I know that's how God knew our look and be attracted by people. Amen? God always doesn't make mistakes. He always, always, all the time God doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't make mistakes. Why? Because he knows the end from the beginning. So when you're walking with God, things that look emergency to you, it's not emergency to God. Turn it over time. And always learn in that situation, in that present moment, to say, thank you, Lord, that at least I've lost my job. But you see, I, think, I took a different turn not knowing what your will for me is. But you go to reroute, say reroute. Come on, say reroute, shout it. Come on, say it louder. Those of you who use GPS, rerouting. If GPS know how to reroute, God knows how to rewrite route better. And you can see that if you go follow back where it's leading you, your end shall be better than the former. Because God moves from level to level, from glory to glory. He picks you from the married clay, puts your foot on the solid rock to stay. On that solid rock, he builds a wonderful, beautiful edifice with your life. No people travel to developed countries like uh, Dubai uh, and uh, New York City just to see some of the tallest buildings. Have you wanted to check what those tall buildings went through to get that high? Have you checked the foundation of those buildings? See, your life is an edifice. God is building you for a show off. You have to learn at every level to be grateful. Because if you don't do that, then the devil suggests to you that you are the most unfortunate human being God created. Especially when you're focusing on other things. And not focusing on his grace, on his grace and mercy that has brought you this far. We're not out of message, but we're out of time. See, if you can remember that Thanksgiving. It's an attitude that you need to cultivate. You wouldn't wait for every year. You'll always be in that attitude, in that uh, space. Every little thing, say thank you. Thank you for people God places in your life. Because God is in the heavens. But his hands are extended to earth. He could remind somebody of the help you need. If you take that somebody for granted, you're taking God for granted. God bless you. This is Wisdom Connection.
Till next time, please keep watching, subscribe, write. We need to hear your comments. Make sure that you share our videos. God bless you. Say thank you. Say thank you.